This is the Non-Microwave Truth brought to you by Time of Grace Ministry, and I am C.L. Whiteside. Happy New Year. First episode of 2023. Let's make it hot. Let's, let's get it going. This is your first time joining us today. We like to start off with a first world problem question. This is a question that really doesn't have a right or wrong answer, but it's one of those questions where it's like, man, if I could talk to God, I would ask this question and I wonder what he would say to this. So I was scrolling on Twitter and I saw a boy, a young man with cerebral palsy, and he was wrestling another person. The person had on a blue shirt, which is called him the blue shirt kid. And they got to wrestling and the blue shirt kid let the young man with cerebral palsy win. And my question is, should that happen? Should he let him win? Like if Jesus nephew was the kid in the blue shirt who got pinned, would he be like, hey, don't let him win? Because we have just opposite ends of the spectrum in our athletic world. We have some people who are diehard, like, my baby's going to make it to be professional. And then we have some people who are like, yeah, everyone should get a participation ribbon. And everyone, just as long as you try hard. And I just wonder, like, was it would it be wrong for the kid in the blue shirt to just go ahead and pin the kid and have and show no mercy? Would he be wrong for that? Like, what would Jesus' pep talk be to the kid in the blue shirt who got pinned? Would he say, hey, man, go ahead and pin him? Like, what is right and wrong in this situation? And of course, if you read the comments on Twitter, we had some people who were like, the kid in the blue shirt should have went ahead, double leg takedown straight to the half Nelson and beat the kid with cerebral palsy. And then some people are applauding him saying, oh, my gosh, what this is what sportsmanship is all about. He understands sports. And I'm just like, eh, I don't know about that either. Like, I really don't know. But what do you think? And remember, this is a safe place. This is a safe place. I don't reveal what you say unless I get permission from you to reveal like so-and-so said this. What do you think? I would love to hear from you on Instagram or Twitter. My handle is championlife23. And again, the first real problem question today is, what would Jesus say to the kid in the blue shirt? Would he say, go ahead and do what you need to do and win? Or would he be applauding his sportsmanship to let the other young man win? What do you think? And this is our first world problem. It is dinner time. The title of our episode today is, You Expect This From Who? And I really thought about this episode because of New Year's and New Year's resolution. And you should know what my resolution is. My motto is my only resolution is to never have a resolution. But when I think about resolutions, resolutions are based off of expectations. And we're going to talk a lot about expectations today. My mom always told me, treat people how you want to be treated. And I want you to think about this right now. Think about your most valuable relationships. Think about your most valuable relationships. What are your expectations for those relationships? For your best friend, your BFF, for your parents, for your boss, for your mentor, for your employees, for your brother or sister, for your kids, for your lover. What are your expectations for these valuable relationships? Now, I think about romantic relationships. How many people say, treat me with respect, but they don't even respect themselves or they want to be protected, but they don't protect their own body. They eat whatever they want. They don't work out. They don't protect their mind and soul. And what I mean by that is they listen to any and everything. 
they allow themselves to see things that God contradicts. But of course, when they seeing this stuff, it's glorified, it's enticing, it's entertainment, right? Or let's go back to that respect, respect thing. We want respect, but then we don't know how to respect or love ourselves. Now, you should have a couple of those valuable relationships in your head. Answer this question. Have you disrespected them? Do you know what their love language is? Do you care? Do you even know? But I know, I know, I know speaking love language isn't comfortable for you, right? But don't you want them speaking to your love language? Rather, it's comfortable or not. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, love language, go take just Google five love languages and you'll understand what I'm talking about. You could even hit pause right now. But what I want to point out is we put expectations on other people and then check the receipt on what they said they do. But we don't do that with ourselves. Like on what? I'm not lying. And I'm going to repeat this again. We put expectations on other people and then check the receipt to be like, you didn't do what you said you were going to do. But do we do that with ourselves? I want a refund. I want a new one because you didn't do what you said you were going to do. Let me paint this picture for you. A dude wants his wife to be super attractive. He wants her body like pickety pow. That means having it in the right places, just in case you didn't know. He wants his kids to listen and be obedient. He pretty much wants some servants. But let me tell you about this dude. This joker, he's fat. He doesn't work out. All he ever wants to do is sit down and watch his Chicago Bears and watch his TV shows, Yellowstone and Snowfall, while drinking whiskey, laying on the couch. Like, don't this sound crazy? Like, how can this dude not see his flaws and just his crazy expectations for other people? But how many of us are a little like this guy and have similar expectations of our loved ones? Or, or what about this one? This woman keeps going back around her friend who's always manipulating her for some money. I'm talking about hundreds and thousands of dollars. I'm going to pay you back, though. But she never does. But then you see her on, on Instagram and she on another vacation. Sometimes she on a vacation. And sometimes she's even with other girls. It's like, you didn't even invite me on a vacation and you owe me money. OK, I see how it is. But then she gets heated when the woman is like, sorry, I can't loan you any money right now. I don't have it. And the main time she hits this friend up, this woman up, is to tag along for a double date. Can you please come on this double date with me, girl? I'm telling you, he is a cute dude. But she knows in the back of her mind that this woman is going to have zero interest in this dude. And he's an ain't stuff dude. And the friend should know this. She should know this. But then the woman spins it and lies to herself and says, well, we've known each other since we were kids. And I think if I needed something, she would be there for me. And she did at one time give a decent dude my phone number. And she did that one time defend me when those girls were talking about me. Like, come on now. And when we hear this type of thing, we're like, this woman who's getting manipulated, she should know better. She should change her expectations. But she just can't. Her expectations are jacked. They're warped. They're all messed up. And this is where I'm like, some of us have expectations for people that we should never have had. They showed you who they are. Believe them. They're not changing anytime soon. But I know how some of us are. I've invested so much in him. I'm afraid that as soon as I leave, he's going to change for the next one. Breaking news. He might. He might actually change for the next person. But you know what? He or she isn't going to change for you sitting there and looking at them. 
just waiting and hoping, please, Lord, change him, please, Lord, change him. And you keep giving them the vice. You keep giving them the, the bad stuff they need and reinforce their bad behaviors. Go fulfill your purpose and allow God to work on them. You, sh- you can leave them. You can do it. And that's where that phrase, treat people how you want to be treated, is tricky because some of us do not know how to be treated. We don't even know what expectations we should or shouldn't have. And that's because we have warped, bad expectations. And on this episode of you expect this from who we have to look at the fact that at times we don't know what good is. We don't even know that we have bad expectations. I asked my hoopers, how many of y'all have seen somebody firsthand make it and play at the next level or the level you want to be at? And it's like, well, why did they make it? They had a lot of exposure. No, man. He was six, seven and could jump out the gym. You got just as much exposure. You just six, one and slow as molasses. But I get to asking people these type of questions sometimes like, what does a good friendship look like? What does a good parent or mentor look like? Man, my parents cool. They told me all about sex. They said, you know what? Just strap up and don't bring a baby home. And like, if you need to and you really want to have sex, just let me know and I'll get you birth control. I didn't heard this before. I'm telling you, I didn't heard this before. Or they told me I don't need friends. I only need family. Eh, eh, I mean, kind of true, ish, ish. They told me to never trust fill in the blank. No wonder their expectations are jacked and they don't know what good actually is. They getting bad advice. Or how about this? Oh, this is another question I ask people. How many good marriages do you know? And sometimes people can't name one on a hand. And then I might ask them, what makes it good? What are some good things you should see in a marriage? And when you get to digging and asking those follow up questions, you can see that sometimes people have seen things from their mom or dad or a a relationship. And they will think that it's okay because they've seen most people act like that. But average ain't always good. And that's where we need to turn to the word, turn to the Bible. Now, the main reason I have a beef with television shows Because it gives such a jacked up view of love. I was just watching something the other day and it definitely the person who who made it, the creator of the show, he made it seem like it's okay for a man to dibble and dabble and cheat on you. You're supposed to follow your feelings and follow your heart. But what if your heart telling you to go sleep with another sleep with another woman? Or you know what? She was the one that got away. You better go get her. But you married and you have a whole family and three kids, but you're going to go. Okay, that's what we own. You can't always trust your feelings. You can't always trust your heart. Matthew 5 verse 18 tells us this. It says, but the words you speak come from the heart. That's what defiles you. For from the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, all sexual immorality, theft, lying, and slander. All these things come from the heart. So you're going to trust your heart. You're going to trust your feelings. And wonder why it's all bad when you followed your heart or tried to do what dude did on that TV show. You better stop it. You better sit down and read the good book. The Bible tells you what good is, though. God is good. Me telling you that that isn't enough. Get in the word and see how he is good. That's the only one we can really trust. Now, there are two types that we've been looking at. And we can be each type to some degree or in some form or fashion. The first type we've been looking at is is the arrogant who think too highly of ourselves. So we expect, we expect everyone to treat us great. Like we think we have been treating them. Notice I said, think 
We think we treat others great, so we expect that to be reciprocal. Treat others how you want to be treated. Well, I do an awesome job of treating everyone with kindness and respect and compassion. Probably not. And then there's the second type that we've been looking at. Those that don't know what good is and we have jacked up expectations. We're a little combination of each one. We, we go back and forth with each one. And on this episode, if you expect this from who? We're going to first look at this too highly or we're going to go back to looking at the too highly thought of ourselves or the arrogant people. Now, what's the last thing that you said that was good for yourself that you did not do or start? I'm going to start reading my Bible tomorrow. I am going to pray every day starting this month. I'm going to eat right coming this new week. I promise I'm going to do it. I'm going to start working out on Monday. I'm going to start taking care of myself on Tuesday. I'm going to block Lucifer. I'm going to block Lucy's number. Now, I'm not really saying you got Lucifer or Lucy in your number, but you know you have somebody in your phone that you probably should block. Go ahead and block them, but you ain't got the guts to do it yet. Or I'm going to start writing that book or that business plan in 2023. Whatever it is, you got it in your head. You got it. Now, picture if your spouse or your child or your parent or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or the doctor said this and then they didn't come through. You think they don't listen to you ever. Or you know what? They don't like me or they don't care. You'd be hurt. You'd be ticked at them. But do you hold yourself to the same standard? Or let's say you went to a restaurant and they said your food will be ready in 15 minutes, but it never, ever comes out. Or you call the store before you even go and they're like, yeah, come on, come on through the store. We I guarantee we have this product. And then you show up to the store and they're like, oh, yeah, we didn't we didn't have it. If this doesn't happen, you will most likely throw a fit. Let me speak to the manager now. But if you missed a day. Or you didn't start reading the Bible like you said you would. Or you didn't start working on that new skill like you said you would. Or you missed your workout. Or you didn't even start. You're probably not putting yourself on punishment. You're probably going to say, I'll start next time. And you push it off again. Or you make excuses about how you didn't do it or why you didn't do it. And how you've been so busy and you're just so tired. Again, let someone else say they didn't have time to love you. Or didn't have time to bring you your food out at a restaurant. You would demand more. But do you do that with yourself? Stop babying yourself. Stop making excuses. Step outside yourself and view you like you didn't even know yourself. And what I mean by this is in 2 Samuel, King David has a situation where he gets someone coming to him and they describe King David to himself. And King David is appalled. It's the prophet Nathan. This is in 2 Samuel chapter 12. And he comes to him. He's like, yeah, David, there's this dude. And this dude has, he has a whole bunch of um cattle and stuff. But then there's this other dude. And this dude only has one. And you know what this man did? This greedy man went and took his one, one little lamb. And David is heated. Like, why in the heck would he do that? That man should be killed. And then he looks at him. He's like, David, you know who I'm talking about? David's like, who? I'm talking about you, fool. And David's like, dang. Because if you don't remember in 2 Samuel 11, David committed adultery with another man's wife. He had enough women. He already had wives. He could have went and got somebody else, but he, he chose to take somebody else's wife. Now, I did a lot of paraphrasing. So go read that in 2 Samuel chapter 11 and 2 Samuel chapter 12, where Nathan rebukes David. And it's like, why did you take this 
one lamb. But, but Nathan was cold, though. Nathan was cold because he made David look outside of himself. And he painted this picture with the rich man traveling and, and this one man with the sheep. Just, I mean, one man with the lamb. Just go read it, though. But what Nathan did to David is a really good practice of taking myself out of the situation and viewing it like an outsider. Because then I can be real with myself and I can see how others would view myself. Because I didn't heard some people get on some people before. And I'm just looking at them like, you really getting on this person about that? You act just like that. You are exactly like them. But you can't stand them. You really can't stand yourself then. I know some people saying, hey, man. But yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. And at the end of the day, it's not it's not really about treating others like we think we've been treated. Because I could definitely have a false sense of how good I am or how I really treat people. So it's about treating them like Christ does. Ephesians 4 verse 2 tells us, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. That's good. Or Romans 12 verse 10, be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Now that's a really good one, above yourself. So even if you think you treat yourself good, treat them better than you treat yourself. Now for some of us, this is not the problem. The problem is we just don't understand what good is or and or we just shouldn't have expectations for that person. Like we should not have that high of expectations for that particular person. And, and part of that of not understanding what good is, is due to insecurities. Like sometimes you can feel like, no, I'm not attractive enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. Or we just have a warped view of what good it actually is. And that's why we settle for bad relationships. Like Samson did with Delilah in Judges chapter 16. He stayed with a woman who he knew was telling his enemies about him and trying to find his secret to his strength. And he stayed with the woman. He was lost in the sauce. Like, think about this. He had the expectations for this woman that she was wifey material. Like she was his ride or die. She was supposed to have his back. When all she showed him is that she wanted to stab him in the back. Like he just didn't get it. That's what I mean where we stay in in bad relationships or our expectations are just warped and jacked. And going back to that point that I was making that at times we just don't feel good enough. We might not feel attractive enough. We might not feel smart enough. That's when we have a view of ourselves that is lousy and, and we feel worthless or we feel like, man, you know, I'm never going to be able to get this or I don't necessarily deserve that. And our expectations are just too low. And we start believing that we are worthless. Now, of course, apart from Christ, apart from God, it's easy to feel like that. But as children of God, as Christians, we have to know our worth. So there's a specific way on how we can combat with knowing what actually good is, what actual real love is and how to actually be treated by someone and how we should view ourselves. We have to examine Jesus and his life and see what Jesus says about us. God tells us we are so worthy that he came down to live a human life, a human life. Think about that for you and for me. And he died for you and for me. And he bought us with a great price. He redeemed us and he bought back each one of us. We are his children. We are worth so much. Like, let God reveal to you what is good. Let him reveal to you how much you are worth. Let him reshape your thoughts and expectations. Let the spirit of God guide you in what you should expect from others and what you should expect from yourself. 
Trust it though, trust it. Surrender to his will because I can guarantee the enemy is going to be telling you you're better than you think you are or that you're worthless. And sometimes it's a combination of the two. Find your worth through Christ. Look at what God tells you in his word. Look at how much God loves you. Let God set the bar for you and carry you for greatness. This is the non-microwave truth. Thanks for joining me on this episode of You Expect This From Who? Peace, punch, Captain Crunch, say no to drugs and yes to Jesus. I am out.